Welcome to Gem Girls, the 80s cartoon podcast, where we are watching all of the best worst retro cartoons, chief among them, Gem and the Holograms. I'm Hakuna Matitis. And I am Orifice Jones. And today, we are ripping into Gem, episode three, Kimber's Rebellion. Dun, dun, dun. It sounds, you know, so ominous. Anyways, this is the one where, according to the uh, Gem Bible, relax, Gem and the Holograms (laughs) go to Paris to make a video clip. One of the Starlight Girls runs away to join the Misfits. Kimber's jealousy of Jem grows, and she quits the holograms. I don't know what a video clip is, but I guess we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so that's the uh, that's the description. Let's get into the fucking episode. Yeah, so um, this episode is part three of five of the first episodes. Um, so we get a really intense recap Really, um, yeah, 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 told by, like, a little girl, which I also just, I, I personally found a little unnerving and weird. Yeah, and she's telling it with such a great sense of urgency um, that I don't quite understand. Right, and, like, it goes, what I, I honestly, I skipped through the recap because I've, I've watched these episodes already. Like, you know, they're in a battle, the band still, uh, they're on a boat, the boat's about to crash. I think that's pretty much it, right? Right, but the recap itself doesn't go back to the battle of the battle of the bands they really only talk about what happened in the episode prior so honestly when they made mention to the competition at some point in this episode i had completely forgotten that that was a thing right and they don't really actually don't address it for most like i i feel like i watching the episode actually didn't even like catch that they made a reference to it i yeah i i i as I reminded everyone involved here that the Battle of Bands was happening, it really bears no weight in anything that happens here. No. Except for the fact that um, Gem and the Holograms and the Orphans still live in Howard Sands' mansion. Right, right. Which, which they, do they even say that in the episode? Do they even say, like, there's a throwaway line of, like, I love this new mansion? <laughs> no, there isn't. But, like, clearly all of the Orphans are still living in the mansion because they all have their own rooms. They're all chilling. Right, right. They got living that good orphan life. Um <laughs> orphan life is better than my life so true so true um it's not about any bullshit you're like these are bougie orphans um yeah they're not like scrounging in the gutter for scraps or yeah like scrubbing the floors with like (laughs) brushes and shit yeah no these orphans have it made yeah they're like painting pictures and like playing pinball and all that kind of crap it's like all right yeah your parents are dead but you got it pretty good and they're also kind of like famous adjacent you know they're Friends with a famous rock band. True, although they are forced into free labor, which we'll get into later, which I, th- I found personally problematic. But before- yeah, you, you can't exploit your orphans. <laughs> but like, what else? That being said, what else are orphans for if not exploitation? No, that's so true. Like, they have nowhere else to go. They're helpless. So yeah, they better work together but you get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the actual episode. So after the recap is done, you know, uh, the boat, like, is, is crashing at that, like, super annoying horn noise. I actually found it, like, you know, <laughs> extra, just, like, you really have to be so grating to the ear. Uh, yeah. And you got the sailors, and, like, trying to get in. They get to, like, the uh, the, the mast or the, the wheel thing. I don't know, ships. <laughs> the mast? Dude, I don't know. I, I don't know vehicles <laughs> speak in general. I'm not good with cars. I'm not good with boats. They get what to the little. Think, okay, what do you think a mast is? So is now that I said it, one? now that I said it, I think it's that like like that tall thing that pops out of the middle. Yeah, yeah, like the tall stick. Rock. Right, where like a sail would go. I, that I think that's the mast, but I don't know what you call like the pirate wheel that they use to steer it. <laughs> I guess we can just say the helm. All right, yeah, they're in the helm. The uh, the sailors who are looking dapper in their seaman uniform. And, uh, <laughs> I couldn't... It honestly, just sounded like you said semen. Yeah, because uh, I did. Um, semen, <laughs> seaman uniform, you know, I couldn't help myself. Uh, and they managed to dodge this, like, gigantic, I don't know, freight, freighter? I don't know what you call that thing. It was either. an oil tanker. Oil tanker, okay. And, they, yeah, they dodge it pretty swiftly, I gotta say. 
Uh, well, really... kind of. I mean, Jerrica is like hanging off the edge of the boat. That's true, yeah. So Jerrica <laughs> flies off, gets caught by Rio. But I swear if you also like zoom in to Jerrica's, or Jerrica or Gem, she is, she's Gem in the moment. Her, like, she's all cross-eyed and stuff. It's like, Gem, <laughs> what is happening to you? Yeah, the animation was so bad this episode. I swear to God, everyone's eyes were like either on either side of their face or like right next to each other or like cross-eyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eye game on a low point. Uh, <laughs> which we'll get to later because actually eyeballs are very prominent in this episode. Right, there's a whole song about eyes. Uh, yeah, about fucking eyeballs. <laughs> uh... So, yeah, Jen is flying off the ship, and Rio has her. And honestly, I actually really like Rio's outfit. I think it's a good, like, purple tux look. Looking pretty dapper. Oh, yeah, I guess it was fine. Um, and so then, yeah, then they, they, they fix the course of the ship. And, you know, Jen gets pulled back on. She immediately, like, goes to kiss Rio. Uh-uh. Uh, and it's like, Jen, what is wrong with you? Yeah, it's super fucked up. Like, she knows that Rio doesn't know that she is Jerrica, and she fucking makes him cheat on her with herself. It's on, it's it's twisted, and then, like, you know, Rio pulls away, and then she says, but Rio, it's like, dude, but Rio what? He's doing what he should be doing. You're fucking right. with his head. Yeah, and Rio is like, this is wrong. Like, I don't know. It's unbelievable to me that Jerrica or Jem would pull that bullshit. Yeah, she, I don't know. She has some sort of, like, twisted logic going on, which plays out throughout the course of the episode. Uh, so, yeah, that awkward exchange happens. Rio's trying to be a good person, but Jerrica slash Jem is making it very difficult. Uh, and then everyone yeah. kind of, like, gathers back, and they're like, oh, what happened? And the Count, I actually love this part, because the Countess is like, oh, like, when I find those misfits, and he just it immediately goes to pizzazz the misfits in a boat, being like, peace, bitch, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the hors d'oeuvres, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cruising off, and they're like, little dinghy, literally almost, like, made everyone die, but, like, whatever, they buy them. Yeah, and I love how the Countess is like, I should contact the Coast Guards to pick up the misfits. And Kimber is like, don't bother. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, they yeah, just times, tried to kill you. Yeah, they're not like fans of law enforcement in general. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to a part later where it's like very obvious, like, yeah, you guys should have called the cops. But uh, <laughs> no, okay, I guess not. Yeah, and like... Kimber then says, when we win the contest, we'll have the last laugh, which is right, a reference right. to the contest that I had hitherto forgotten about, because it seems irrelevant at the moment. And it is, um, so the entire episode. Yeah, it is irrelevant. Um, but it's like, will you have the last laugh, though? You really think that'll be the end? Yeah, yeah. Like, next time, you might die. Right. Like, you might actually die. Um, and then I, I forget, like, what exactly happens, but they get this idea of, like, needing to make a video, and it comes together, like, super quick. Like, you got <laughs> Anthony Julian be like, let's start now. The Count is like, I'll pay for the expenses. The millionaire dude's like, you can use my private jet. It's like, why is everyone <laughs> so generous? I know, like, first of all, they're not even that good of a band. In fact, their music is god-awful. Um, <laughs> I guess they're good people, but, like, there are a lot of good people in this world. Like, they do not deserve a free trip to Paris and a free music video and a free ride in a private jet. Right, I 100% I agree. Um, and also, like, before we move on to the next scene, I think Aja has a line again, and I, I think she has a new accent. Like, it's, like, a different <laughs> kind of Asian Thank you, thank you. Her accent is so fucked. Yeah, I didn't know what they were going, because, like, I think in the first episode, she just kind of has, like, a deeper voice. Um, <laughs> and then last episode, she had some sort of accent, and in this one, I don't know where they're, like, trying to peg it in, uh, you know, her ethnicity kind of thing, but it's it's morphin. Yeah, it's it makes no sense. Um... Like, yeah, every single episode is a different accent, and it's never been an Asian one. Right, right. It's, like, oddly Eastern European, I find. That being said, this is, like, the one line Aja has all episodes, so I really I didn't spend much more time on it. Well, she did have another one where um, she was like, what's wrong, Rio, or something, and Rio was like, get away from me, Aja. Right, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> which was so aggressive. Yeah, she was just trying to be just trying to be a good person. Um, before we go, before we get to Paris, though, we go to back to Starlight House, and this is where you see these orphans living life of luxury. Um, like <laughs> yeah, one bitch lounging. is like, yeah, they're lounging. This one bitch is painting flowers, and you know, <laughs> while we do come down on these orphans, maybe I don't know, unnecessarily so. I do, no. res- I do respect them, and that they all fucking hate Ashley. <laughs> Well, they don't hate her. Well, they're just, like, yeah. over her. True. Very over her, and they really, like, hold her to account. They're like, show me the receipts. Where'd you get that money at? Right. Um. Yeah, they're like, Ashley, like, you got the $30. Now she's like, yeah, I got it. And they're like, well, where did you get it from? And, you know, and- Ashley can't answer. And she, this one girl has this line, it was like, how you earn the money is just as important as how you got it. And it's like, eh, is it, though? Yeah, right? Like, what a fucking square. Like, if yeah. you got bags, you got bags. You know? Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. No. I was not here for that line. To which then Ashley says, like, you all hate me, and some random bitch is like, that's not true. To which, again, like, isn't it, though? <laughs> it is true. It's true. They all, they all hate her. Um, They really just, like, they don't need to, like, hide it. Everyone hates Ashley. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so anyway, like, Ashley is kind of mad. I think she's kind of not super into the holograms at the moment. She's right, She's like a right. little bitch about, like, how everyone's always talking about Gem and the holograms, and she seems to be in cahoots with the misfits still, or, like, seems to think of them as, like, her true friends. Right, right, which I guess, when you have no friends, you kind of cling to anything. Right. Um... Anyway, so um, Gem and the Holograms are trying to cut a record before going to shoot their music video in Paris. As one just, like, turns around a record real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they took, they clearly took two seconds to write the song, Twilight yeah, yeah. in Paris. Right. Which, so, you have Rio, like, in the sound booth, and she's like, he's like, oh, that was good, but you gotta, like, tighten things up. It's like, Rio, you're a stage manager? Like, what do you know about music <laughs> composition? Yeah, I thought he was, like their driver or right like like, just general like handyman slash slave (laughs) yeah like jen's sex sex slave or yeah handyman he's always fixing things like always saving jerica or jen's life uh but like don't touch the music dude like you know your place yeah know your place and maybe like him being at the helm of music production is why they're so terrible. So true. I I also want to blame the man in this situation. It's fucking Rio. Yes. Because I don't want to blame Kimber. Oh, no, 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 no. Kimber's beautiful. I love Kimber. Um, And, yeah. Yeah. So, no, yeah. It's all Rio and probably Jim. Let's be real. Right. Uh, And the reason why Kimber is important here is because she writes all of the music. Right. Which we'll get to, like, a little bit later, but it is important, I think, to establish, like, she is basically, she's the talent of the group, and as we will see later, and also up until now, Kimber gets, like, zero credit from, like, the fans and her, like, dead father. Uh, yes. So, but again, we'll get to that a little bit more once we get to the actual rebellion element of this episode, which is strangely in, like, the last five minutes. Right. Because at this point, like, Kimber is not even relevant at all this yeah, entire she's, episode. Yeah, she's, like, her defining characteristic is she's related to Jerrica. Which, again, they don't really make that explicit either. No. Um, So anyway, um, the Misfits are also um, recording a record. And this is also, like, one of the opportunities where the writers or Christy Marks um, kind of explores the contrast between the two bands and how great the holograms are and how shitty the Misfits are. Because the holograms immediately are very receptive to Rio's criticism and are like, yeah, we're going to keep doing it until it's perfect. And then when Eric Raymond is like, yo, make the shit faster, Pizzazz is like, no, fuck you. I don't really want to work on this anymore. (laughs) Very true. I'm actually surprised they practice at all. Uh, Like, truly, when they got there, I was like, oh, you guys are, like, playing a song? Well, just, like, just to do it? Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, the only member of the band who is, like, down to practice again is Stormer. Which, as we'll learn a little bit later, much like Kimber is like the one who like writes any of the music and kind of holds it all together anyways. 
Yeah, they're both the black sheep or right. like the uh, forgotten ones or whatever, the outcasts. Yeah. Right, right. But also like the ones that like they need the most. Uh, is there a term for that? Like the the talent, but the, un, I don't know, not in the spotlight? Listeners, let us let us know if you Yeah, just... let us know words. Yeah, let us know words because we obviously have a lack of them. <laughs> Uh, and then, so, you know, they're practicing and I think, I don't know, Eric might make, make, he might make some like comment of like, no, you got to practice. Cause like, there's only so much money, money I can embezzle out of fucking uh, starlight music. <laughs> right. And, and it's like, Eric, one, like, don't tell pizzazz that. Like, sh- do you think she like has any idea of the concept of like secrecy or sensitive information? Um, right. And, and just, I don't know, keep it on the DL. You're embezzling, dude. For sure. Yeah, that's a very, like, open thing to say. I'm just stealing money from this company. Uh, and then, so also, like, they, the the misfits, or at least Pizzazz, seem to know that the holograms are going to Paris. Which I don't really know how they would know, but they, like, you know... That's, yeah, that's, that's actually that's actually how she gets on Eric's case. She's like, we want to go to fucking Paris. She's like, yo, I don't get the money. I can only embezzle so much. But uh, also, how does she know that? Yeah, that's actually a great... Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they spy on them all the time. Right, Because they're fucking obsessed with them. But, like, the show does not really establish how they figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And again, Eric has his his wide repertoire of goons. (laughs) Um, He's going to hire another one to sabotage the uh, gem, gem the holograms, and, like, also murder them. To which... I say, because, yeah, no. like, he, he says, he, like, calls, like, Zipper. I think it's still Zipper. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's still um, Zipper. <laughs> still Zipper, sweet. Um, he says... I love him. I oh, me love... too, me too, me too. He's, like, a degenerate in every sense of the word. Uh, but he says, like, sabotage the video any way you can. And it's like, Eric, maybe stop phrasing it like that so, like, we don't get attempted murders. Yeah, I mean, he's just trying to, like, keep himself out of any sort of liability here. He's just like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, any way you can, if you murder them, it's fine. But Yeah, like, that's, that'd be a great you. way. But yeah, I'm not saying that. You're saying it. You're crazy. Get out of here. <laughs> what I love about Zipper is that he... It's so many things. But, like, one of them is that he wears a jacket with his name on the back. I know, I love it. he goes to commit crimes. Right, it's, like, (laughs) hardcore, like, branding and just commitment to your look. Right. And um, the second thing I love about him is his voice. Um, Like, when he's hiding around the corner and Kimber is coming, and he's like, keep coming, sweetheart. Dude, yeah, that, like, sexual... hands. Dude, yeah, that, like... (laughs) That sexual assault scene, it got got really real, and I was like, oh my god, Kimber's going to be attacked. This is not going to end well. No, that was not cool, but his voice was really funny. (laughs) Yeah, his voice was mad funny, but also, if I heard that guy saying that in a dark alley, I shit my pants. (laughs) Right. Um, yeah, he's a menace, and, like, he will kill orphans. He will light an orphanage on fire. Yeah, has done it in the past, would do it again. Would do it again. Um, and this time, when, uh, Jem and the Holograms are filming a music video, he, like, drops a gargoyle. Or which I, to yeah, which I personally enjoy, because it's just, like, I don't know, I like the idea of a gargoyle killing someone. <laughs> It would be a really gruesome death. Right, right. And just like, yeah, very macabre, you know? Uh, but yeah. before we get into that, we like, so we actually go to Paris, and they're shooting the video, and I gotta say, Anthony Julian, fucking homosexual to the extreme, um, <laughs> he is wearing a kerchief, and then walks Jem through, like, the, like, um, uh, like, the staging that she has to go, she's like, and he's like, dun, 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 it's like, dude, like, oh, you're so gay, it's, it kind of hurts. Oh, and he does, like, a little skip. Yeah, exactly. A little, little skip. He's wearing a kerchief. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of homo. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, queer icon. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Julian. Julian. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he couldn't be gay because he's black and uh, he needed to be with Shayna. That's true. That's true. That's true. You're right. He's black. He can't be gay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the 80s. You can't have a black, you can't have a queer person of color. That's far too much. 
Yeah, yeah, no, you can't have a diversity double whammy. That's, yeah, it's fucked up. Although Aja, I do suspect, is a lesbian, but whatever. Yeah, but, like, subtext only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reading it that hard. But I will say, speaking <laughs> speaking of Aja, her outfit is fucking amazing. She is wearing this, like, blue beret, like, yes. blue thing. And then it has, like, these orange, uh, like, a sash and arm-length gloves that are all, like, yellow and shit. She looks amazing. Yes. Um, that was one of the hottest looks this entire episode. 100% agree. Aja killing it. Um... And so then this is where you see Kimber get a little pissed off because, like, Jerrica's or Jem is doing the video and she gives one of those, like, oh, everyone's fucking paying attention to Jem and, like, not me and walks off cue zipper sexual assault. Right. Uh, <laughs> to which Rio swoops in. It's, like, the one time you're, like, thank God Rio is there. Right. Um, but, like, Kimber is, like, fuck off. Like, don't try to be my savior, big brother, whatever. Yeah, and, like, in his response is like she says you know jem is hogging all the action he's like well maybe you can stop being such a spoiled brat and it's like whoa real like fuck off dude <laughs> yeah she's really not being a spoiled brat at all yeah like she's like voicing her concerns and like her frustrations like know your place dude yeah and also like her own father didn't leave her anything in the inheritance he left everything to jerica and Jerrica is, by default, the star of this band, even though she has no charisma or talent. Exactly. Uh, she relies on a fucking holographic computer to give her any sort of, like, star power. Which probably has auto-tune, I'm just saying. For sure. Uh, and so at this point, also, we get, like, Kimber is about to say, like, Jem is Jerrica, and I think, like, Shayna and Aja kind of swoop in. And Kimber says, like, he has a right to know. Yes. Uh, and it's like, yeah, Kimber, you're right. He fucking has a right to know. It's fucked up that he doesn't know yet. Yeah, I feel like Kimber establishes herself as, like, the only likable member of this band in that moment. Very true, very true. Uh, and, yeah, everyone's just kind of trying to keep her down. Getting her, keeping her on that low level. Yeah, it was really, I really did not appreciate that at all. Like, no one is really taking her seriously, or, I don't know. Like, Shayna and Aja are deluded if they think that what Jerrica is doing is right. Agreed, and they even say, like, it's up for, it's up to Jerrica to say. It's like, no, it's not up to for Jerrica to say. Like, obviously she's twisted. Um, Rio needs to know this. <laughs> yes. Um... And then, so then you get the goon, you get Zipper, he's getting the idea, drop a gargoyle on him, he, like, looks at it, and it's, like, all good. And then we get, then we get Twilight in Paris. The official song. Yeah, the song sucks. But my favorite part is when Shayna, Aja, and Kimber are creeping on a couple making out in an alley. Dude, I have that written down too. <laughs> a couple kissing the alley and the holograms are just watching like fucking creepers, like not even being sly about it. No, they're <laughs> just staring. Um, I also just like the, the use of trench coats to denote sadness in this video. A lot, right. of, trench, a lot of trench coats of sadness. Uh, yes. and most of the songs just, like, naming things that are in Paris. Right. It's like, Twilight in Paris, Eiffel Tower, Louvre, da 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 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, we get it, you're in Paris. Yeah, cool, 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 you're wearing a trench coat, um, over it. Yeah. Um, what did she say, like, Paris is beautiful when you're in love or some shit? Yeah, yeah, like, I'm, I'm looking at the Eiffel Tower, but I only, like, see your face or something like, something like that. Yeah, and of course the song is sung, like, from Jerrica, or sorry, from Jem to Rio, which seems to be the theme of all of the music videos in this episode. True, which is also, like, weird, because it's, like, you get the sense that she's, like, sad because, like, Rio has, like, kind of rejected her kind of thing, mm -hmm. but rejected her, again, for Jerrica, which is her, so it's like, <laughs> dude, I don't know why you're sad about this. Yeah, I don't know why you're, like... Standing wistfully with your trench coat and hair billowing in the wind, singing the song. 
when he is your boyfriend, you're just right. lying to him. Yeah. Um, that be- Actually, I do like Gem in a trench coat, though. I think it's actually kind of a hot look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the better looks of hers from this episode. Uh, so the song ends, thankfully. Um, <laughs> Zipper is, like, getting ready to, like, crack that gargoyle. And they're just finishing the video. And actually, I don't know if this makes sense, but I don't know music video speak. Because Anthony Julian is like, okay, take it from the top right where you are. And it's like, what? Like, <laughs> don't they need to, like, go to the beginning to take it from the top, Anthony? Yeah, like, because you would have to move back to your original position to take it from the top. Right, right. Okay, cool. That's not just me being ignorant. That's just Anthony Julian uh, not knowing what the fuck's happening. Or Christy Marks just, like, writing words on a paper, <laughs> on a piece of paper, being like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm just fucking kidding. They know what they're talking about. They're in the top. <laughs> where you are. Sounds directorial. Right. Pretty much. Like, these are directions of sort, of a sort, you know? Uh, and then the gargoyle comes crashing down. We cut to commercial, because, of course, you know, the most intense moment. You gotta cut to commercial, as, as one does. Jim will be right back after these messages. And now, back to Jim. And does Rio save her? Uh, so he, like, he does? But I question whether or not they would have been harmed anyways, because <laughs> it seems to crash in front of them, even before Rio, like, I guess, like, I don't know, tackles them all. Right, but Rio needs to show that he's, like, the strong man who can save his girl or a girl. Right, right, right. Um, and then, I don't know. I, I have it written down. I also just, like, I remember it. I just don't really know how he says it, but I feel like he says something like, oh, so close, so close. And I was like, <laughs> it was just, like, it, it was said really creepy, and I'm like, Rio, I don't know. It sounds like something else is really close to happening, and I, I don't like it. I felt the same way about Zipper. Yeah. When he was like, come here, little girl. Oh, keep coming, sweetheart. Oh, 100%, which is, that was what his vibe was, though. He was 100%, like, I don't know, gonna do some shit, and it wasn't gonna be pretty. No, no, it's not. I'm really glad they did not go there, but the fact that they, like, even tried was too much. Far too much. Um, so, they're all fine, and Zipper books it, like, jumping from rooftop to rooftop, which I gotta oh, yes. give him, like, mad hops, dude, like, credit. A nice little pirouette. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then everyone on the ground is like, oh my god, like, I saw him, and then Kimber says something along the lines of, like, I think I know who sent him, and it's like, dude, if you know who sent him, like, again, call the police. <laughs> like, haven't you clued in, like, You've seen him before, haven't you? Like, when he ran past you in the orphanage and, like, made the place on fire, you were there. Yeah, like, you you, you clocked this guy before. You already think he's tied to fucking Eric Raymond. I think you, you're you building a case here, people. You don't have to, like, keep getting the evidence. Uh, you, again, almost died. But they can beat them through music alone. Right, 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 right. I forgot about that. Right, the power of music and yeah, yeah, random yeah. competitions. True, that <laughs> um, a really good life lesson for the children watching. When you're in mortal danger, the music it'll save you. <laughs> Just uh, you know, make a shitty song and uh, you'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so we cut back to Starlight House, and uh, all these orphans are cleaning. Um, I don't know. Ashley's not cleaning because she's like a fucking bitch about it. I don't really remember what happens. Um, all I know is that she, like, makes her way to this dilapidated club where the misfits hang out. Yes. And the doorman. Can we talk about the doorman? Who's I... Like this fucking, like, muscular giant with a lot of veins. I love the doorman. I think he's, like, the one sensible person in this fucking entire show. Because, like, yeah, like, do not let a child in there. That is not a safe place. Yeah. I like how Ashley was like, I'm a friend of the Misfits. And he was like, yeah, and I'm Duran Duran. <laughs> <laughs> Which I like, I like the topical reference. Right, it's like, yes, we were in the 80s. Um, and then the Misfits kind of come out, and I was like, right, you're that idiot who opened the gate for us. <laughs> come in, you're our best friend. Right, right, Impressionable right. young child with no parents. Um, and then they, like, are like, you're a misfit now, we, like, take what we want, which I'm pretty sure they just took, like, free water from the server off of, like, a tray. Um, right, but they did it very rudely, Michael. <laughs> that is true, that is true, that is, you're, you're right, 
The attitude was there. Uh, yeah. And then Pizzazz just fucking kicks a guy out of his chair, like, kicks the chair under him, which was, like, right. such a power move. Yeah, at one point she was like, a misfit never asks for anything. A misfit takes. And uh, she's like, none of us please and thank you stuff. And then, like, <laughs> kicks the guy off of his chair. <laughs> uh, such a menace. Such a beautiful menace. I know. Like, so unnecessary. Like, I'm sure he would have moved if he said, hey. Like. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, so we get back to Paris, and they're all, like, walking about, and the Countess is like, oh, I think I'll do, like, a line of gem clothing. And Kimber is like, you mean gem and the holograms? To which, I have to point out, <laughs> dude, she says gem and the holograms, and I swear to God, it comes up, like, nine different times in this episode. I don't know what a hologram is, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up every single fucking time it happens. Michael, thank you for pointing that out because I'm like, what is a hologram? <laughs> what are the, like, what are they saying? Why I I was I was way? so perplexed, dude. And like when the first time it happened, I was like, oh, there's gonna be a funny comment. Like, I'm sure no one got this, but then it happens like nine other times. Right? Yeah. Like. Did that happen in other episodes? Or I don't think so. I don't know. I guess, like, maybe someone added an E in all the fucking scripts or something for this episode by accident. <laughs> uh, but, like, it's holograms everywhere. Right. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, someone was, maybe someone was directing them to pronounce it that way. Because their accents come and go with the breeze regardless <laughs> that's you know? pretty true yeah 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 um yeah it's fucking weird especially for a word that is in the title of the show right it is obviously <laughs> not pronounced hologram <laughs> <laughs> they've been they've no. been two episodes already where they've been saying hologram I would let it slide if it was the first episode. It's like, yeah, maybe you guys just have never heard that word before. Because it's the 80s. You're all coked up and don't, you know, you're no longer literate. Yeah, and like it's so long ago, you just don't understand what a hologram is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't Anyways, know. holograms aside. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I agree. Holograms. Holograms. It just it sounds dirty. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, what are you, what about my hole? Yeah, get up in my holograms. <laughs> playing with your hologram oh my god please <laughs> i'm gonna stay yeah, i'm gonna stop there uh mm. yeah just let that let yep. that image sit in you sit in here for a while uh. <laughs> so yeah to go back to the episode they're all like together and like i think at this point you get like jem has to like go be jerica um and like rio has a line of like yeah like you know should my girlfriend be around here and he dips for whatever reason i forget why um and Jerrica comes back, you know, with a shitty hat. Go figure. Oh, oh my god, her outfit is awful. It was it was god awful, dude. Uh, like she looks like a prostitute and a flight attendant at the same time. Which is, but like, yeah, that's a hard, even, yeah, but not in a good way. Yeah, no, like that hat is inexcusable. Uh, yeah, terrible, and, like, she also wears, like, some other, like, I don't know, like, Saudi, trendy female businesswoman look, which is just, like, I don't know what was happening. Yeah, no. If we go back to the States, it's a Misfits takeover, uh, they've, which I'm, so, basically the Misfits have kind of just, like, branded themselves all across the city, and for whatever reason, the, like, the, the, the holograms, uh, get... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I just think in this episode they're technically the holograms. For episode three alone. I'm sorry. Just that, 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 that's how it has to be. Um so the holograms are I feel unjustifiably angry by the fact that the misfits have like put their posters up everywhere where yeah. it's like, yo, you guys are out in fucking Paris shooting a video that's entirely within their like power and they should be doing this to promote their own brand. Like what's what's the problem here? Right, yeah, no, like, it's not, like, this. it's not a situation where this town isn't big enough for the both of you, like, two rock bands can coexist peacefully in one market. Right, and, like, um, that actually, that begs the question, do we know what city this is in? No. Right, so I guess we're just assuming it's some, like, American mid-to-large-size city? 
Yeah, I I would assume it's in California, but right, it's right. really not clear. Never, okay, never actually addressed. Yeah, but I guess the, the general climate suggests Cali. Right. Yeah, uh, so, who the fuck knows. Right, and in response to the misfits doing their business, you get getting down to business from the holograms. Which I actually kind of personally like this song. Yeah, honestly, getting down to business is one of their stronger songs. Right, sure. right. Um, I also like the the video for you get roller derby pizzazz, which I think is a pretty hot look. Mm-hmm. Um, you get Stormer doing some bribery, which I also love. Uh, <laughs> you get fr- like orphan free labor, um, which, <laughs> which I most I love. Which yeah, I personally <laughs> love. Uh, <laughs> A lot of like the best best elements of capitalism are really uh, on in the spotlight in this song. Yeah, exploitation, bribery. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also this one shot that like it's it, it lasts for a second, but honestly, dude, I saw it and it legit terrified <laughs> me. It's like it's like looking past like a, like a hallway. And you just see Pizzazz peer out from, like, the other end of the hallway, just, like, her he- like her torso with, like, a big set of shears. And it's, like, her, like, maniacal face with, like, these giant scissors, like, coming from around a hallway. And it's terrifying. You know what? I completely missed that. Because um, I got bored during the music video. But Yeah, 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 yeah. That happens. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's really uh, insane. If anyone else feels this way, like, if you have nightmares about it, like, we can talk. Um, I'm here for support because, uh, Pizzazz, she's a scary bitch. She is so scary. And, like, she will do anything to get what she wants. Which you also have to admire. Even though she already has (laughs) everything she wants because, like, she's rich. Right. Oh, God. I wish we'd get into Pizzazz's backstory. I know. I want to know why she's so damaged, you know? Yeah. She is the most interesting character in the show. Despite them all being two-dimensional, she's, like, almost a third dimension. Right. (laughs) Almost a third dimension, yeah. Definitely. I think, like, Jerrica, Gem and the Holograms are too good to be true, really. Exactly, exactly. And, like, the areas in which they fail, like, Gem or Jerrica lying about her true identity to Rio, like, that's completely unrelatable. Yeah, it, it yeah it makes no sense. It gets to a point of, like, this is still going on. Um, and also, like, even in this episode, it's like, Rio, you couldn't put two and two to fucking together. Like, yeah. Jem disappears, or Jericho disappears, Jem appears. Like, there's like, towards the end, like, they race to get to this interview, and then, like, suddenly Jem appears, and it's like, dude, how do you think that happened? <laughs> well, to be fair, he doesn't know about a holographic computer that can kind of warp reality. That's true, but, like, he also understands the idea of disguises and costumes. Yeah, true. She actually... She doesn't need a hologram to have a wig on. Exactly, exactly. Let's (laughs) not give Rio too much credit. Which is literally the only difference between the two of them. Right, right. And, like, maybe her clothes change mildly. Right. She's, She's not wearing a hat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Her hair's bigger, she's not wearing a fucking hat. Uh, so yeah. we actually, we had this scene um, after getting down to business where Kimber goes to, like, go meet Eric. Um, and she says, like, something like the misfits aren't playing fair, which is like, no, like, they are, dude. I don't understand what, well, other than the bribery and extortion, um, they are playing fair. Mm-hmm. They're playing fair within the realms of capitalism, again. Uh <laughs> Are they really? <laughs> it's how the system works, baby. Get used to it. Okay. <laughs> sure, well, that's debatable. But anyway, right. Um, and then we like you know Kimber's complaining, and then like Eric pulls this like creepy, smooth like oh, touching Kimber's face. Like if I had a talent as sweet and talented as you, I'd you know be making her a star. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's creepy as fuck. And like in my head, I was shouting like, "Kimber, those eyebrows! Look at them! You know they're evil." Like Eric Raymond, I feel like expresses his sinisterness through his eyebrows alone. Yes, they're very pointy and like downturned. Right, and right. Furrowed. Exactly, like, almost like the Grinch, but like less playful, more murderous. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. He has a grimace on his face at all times, a hook nose. And like these terrible eyebrows, and and don't and the deep V. He always has like a deep V going on in his shirt. He does. It's with far huge, too sharp. With huge lapels. Right, 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 right. Which I I enjoy personally, but also does provide an air of um, evil. Yeah, he is definitely a nefarious man. Nefarious fellow. Um, so we cut to that, back to Starlight House. Like, Kimber's playing on her pink guitar, which I think is kind of cool. Jerrica's wearing her, like, fucking busy-as-fuck outfit. Um, and they get a call from Lindsay Pierce, mm-hmm. who I actually kind of love her outfit. I think she looks like 80s Black Widow, like the superhero. It's like Yeah, a lot her of... outfit is amazing. Are you talking about the, like, blue one with the the orange kind of string around her yeah like the discs yeah. um and yeah, the, the blue bodysuit it's it's a great yeah. look yeah she actually i lied she, she looks more like dazzler than she does black widow but this is all this that's, that's for all the nerds out, out there yeah and i am not one of them because i have no idea what that means exactly um to which we get another fucking hologram uh i think like <laughs> Lindsay's like oh jim i want to do an interview with you she's like oh i'll get everyone together Oh, no, I think maybe Jem says, I'll get the holograms, and Je- uh, and Lindsay is like, oh, no holograms this time, just, <laughs> just Jem. Yeah, and, like, after she gets off the phone with uh, Lindsay Pierce, Kimber is so excited, she's like, I'm gonna get my makeup and my outfit ready, and then, uh... No, 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 she actually says, oh my god, I need makeup, and it's like, lady, have you looked in the mirror? How much eyeshadow are you wearing? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, they really, truly do use all of the eyeshadow. Yeah, like you don't need any more makeup. But anyways. Yeah. Honestly, that's one of my main gripes with Jerrica out of Gem Drag is that she wears far too much eyeshadow. I agree, I agree. She's not even, like, I get it when it, like, like with the holograms, because, like, they're backups in a band, and, like, you have to, like, fit the aesthetic. But, like, Kimber, you're supposed to be, like, a business lady. Right. Yeah, like... Yeah, Jerrica wearing that shitty, like, white outfit with the shitty white hat and, like, fishnets and bright pink eyeshadow was unforgivable. Oh, dude, horrendous. Uh, really an affront to the eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and her haircut is so uneven. I just... <laughs> I hate it. Uh, anyway, what were we saying? <laughs> yeah, Kimber is, like, she's, like, super excited and, like, Jem is, like, no, no, it's just me this time because it has to be all about me. And, you know, Kimber gets into her rant, and it's like, again, like, you gotta feel for her, because she's right. Like, not only is she, like, the unsung person in the band, she's also totally forgotten by her dead father. Right, and she, at one point, she points at Jerrica, and she's like, you know what? And Jerrica's like, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm too self-absorbed. Could, yeah, Jerrica, how could you not know? Exactly, exactly. How can you be so obtuse? Uh, she does. I guess when you're leading, like, two lives, you have, uh, no time for anyone else. Yeah, when you're running a record company, trying to save your whatever orphanage, like, looking after all the orphans, having a boyfriend, like, I guess you kind of forget about your sister. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, to which Kimber storms out, she goes into a car and drives, which I guess she must be at least 16 years old. Again, I have no idea how old Kimber is. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like legality is really an issue in this universe. That's very true. Thank you, Jocelyn, for reminding me. <laughs> uh, so we got the commercial, and this is just a, just a personal note um, that has nothing to do with the episode, but I was watching it. I'm watching on this website, and on the like the side of the website, it has like, all these other episodes, and there's an episode for like Sesame Street season 50, episode 15. <laughs> and I glance at the title and I read there's a new cunt in town. And I'm like, whoa, Sesame Street. But of course, there's a new <laughs> count in town. Um, a little bit of a double take. I thought that was a little bit of a, it was a fun moment for me. I wanted to share with the gang. Um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. But also, maybe you shouldn't let people know that we're using it in a legal streaming website, too. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> Everyone does it. It's not even technically illegal in Canada. 
Okay, fair. Okay. Yeah, legal gray area, whatever. We're off the hook here. Yeah, we're off the hook. Uh, so yeah, there's a new cunt in town, and we get it back to the actual ship. So Kimber is like driving around, and all the holograms are like, "Oh, we gotta go get Kimber back." Right, and the plan that they come up with is to crash um, Kimber's favorite radio station because they know that they'll that she'll be listening to it. Right, which is called. K-Max Radio, which earlier we saw K-Toad Radio. Right, yes, um, <laughs> And I just, I, I like how they're just, you know, sticking with the, the K theme for all the radio stations. <laughs> yeah, K-something. K-something, you know? K-Max, K-Toad, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> just stick a word there and who cares. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like how, like, Jerrica, like, says... She's like, oh, we can't just, like, bust in there and ask them to do something? He's like, no, not when I'm Jerrica, but for Jem. And it's like, yeah, Jerrica, that's sad, but true. Yeah, like, Jerrica is a complete nobody who's very dowdy and has no charisma, no fashion sense. And then Jem is someone who, like, has some fashion sense, big hair, maybe charisma. Maybe anyway. charisma. It's, it's never really <laughs> true where the charisma starts and synergy ends, you know? Right, exactly. I feel like Synergy does not get enough credit at all. It's true. She's Her and Kimber, unsung heroes. Yeah, she was invisible this entire episode. Yeah, we don't get any of her sensual, pupilless eyes. Yeah, I love her. She's so hot. So true. Um, so the radio announcer, um, he also pulls a hologram. He's like, Gem and the holograms are here. <laughs> yeah. To which, that's the point where I'm like, there is a conspiracy going on. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Yeah, why are they all pronouncing it that way? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then, then like they, they say like it's and it's Shayna with Jem and the holograms. And I was like, I am taking crazy pills. Something is happening here. Like I began to question, like, am I pronouncing holograms wrong? hundred percent, dude. I, I, I was, I was. I, am I hearing this right? It, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely something that was made up this episode. 100%. Uh, so then Kimber runs back, and I don't know what the fuck Jericho's wearing. Some sort of, like, headscarf uh, business suit thingamajig going on. It's horrendous. Yeah, like a trench coat with a hood. Like, a traveling woman's outfit from the 40s or something. Yeah, or, like, in the desert or something. I don't fucking know. Right, and it's like, Jerrica, relax, like... Very few people can pull off this look, and you are not one of them. Yeah, you cannot, my good sir. No. Um, and yeah, she's, like, having a conversation with Rio in the van, and Rio's kind of like... Basically, like, look, I can't be Jem's manager any longer. Like, I can't do this anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's the perfect moment for Jem to be like, oh, like, actually, like, don't worry about it, because I am actually this person that is making you all fucked in the head. Uh... <laughs> But she doesn't do it, um, and basically just, like, forces him to be like, no, 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 please stay. Like, do it for me. Uh, right. And, yeah, continuing continuing the, like, psychological warfare she's inflicting upon him. Right, and he kind of cowers to that and says that he'll stay. Uh, right, and this is also the scene where they all arrive there just with minutes to spare, and then Jericho's like, oh, right, I'll go get Jim. And it's like, oh, okay, like, Rio, like, you you were there for all this. You know how, like, tight time has been. Where could Jem possibly come from if not <laughs> literally in front of your nose and under your nose? Right. Yeah, I almost, I have no respect for Rio in this situation. How stupid can you be? She has the exact same face. Right, The exact right, same right. voice. <laughs> I'm sure she, she smells just, the same. Yeah, she's just wearing a fucking wig. Whatever. Anyways, Rio. Um, I also think, like, the TV studio is called TV Studio or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it goes, like, Lindsay Pierce, like, I'm at Studio B, and I've always, like, wondered, because, like, people, I guess maybe this is more of an 80s thing, but, like, where is Studio B? Why would you, why would you, wouldn't you want to say Studio A? Why are you going to tell people Studio B? I don't know. I have no idea what the significance of that even is. Me neither. But she says it. <laughs> pizzazz and is in her like dope lounge chair thing and she's like what the fuck like Kaya, we gotta go down there mm -hmm. um 
And then it cuts to the holograms mm-hmm. uh, playing I Got My Eye On You, which I also think is an okay track, too. I got my eye on you, and I'm watching your every move. Hey, babe, I got my eye on you. Tell me, what are you trying to prove? You think you're hot and your star is due. You think you got something different and new. Well, babe, I got my eye on you. And yeah, actually, this is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, 100%. Um, I got my eye on you, as you can imagine again, a lot of eyeball imagery. Yeah, a lot of eyeballs. Yeah. Um, Which, they, they do well with that. They do. They song form. And music video form. Right, right, right. I've actually, I think over the course of the series, you've got a lot of, like, eyeballs in the music video. <laughs> which, I, I agree with you, they do pretty well. They know how to work an eyeball. Um, yeah, that's definitely true. Let's not um, forget the iconic eyeball sun that, like, right. stares at, uh, uh we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll get there, faithful we'll listener. Get there. That's we'll That's get gonna there. be a beautiful moment. Uh, but basically, in this entire song, Jem is singing to Rio, saying, like, hey, I got my eye on you, and I feel like this is just so wrong, you know? Dude, it's, like, it's creepy AF. It's like, mad stalker vibes. <laughs> it's basically like, I own you, don't speak to Jerrica like a little bitch ever again, I got my eye on you, I'm always watching. <laughs> and also, like, I want you, I will seduce you, I will keep kissing you, I will keep fucking with your head. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's kind of problematic. But I do like how it's the girl doing that. That's kind of fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's super empowering. <laughs> right, in all the wrong ways. Yeah, little girls, you too can be problematic in a relationship. Right, yeah, you can have a unhealthy power dynamic and impose it on another. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, after this song is over. After all the eyeballs. After all the eyeballs, an onslaught of eyeballs. <laughs> Um, Miss, the Misfits crash the interview. Right. Uh, again, like shove their way in. This is where you see that it actually is called TV studio. Um, <laughs> they bust in. And um, basically, Lindsay's like, get out of here. Like, I would have given you your own interview, but now I never want to see you again. Right. Um, Which she also drops a hologram. I'm just saying. I'm clocking all these holograms. <laughs> she says, like, this is a hologram interview or something like that. Who was the director of this episode? Did people pronounce it hologram and they were like, no, no, it's actually hologram. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably like a Roxy like gave him notes of like, trust me, I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So someone who's illiterate. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um... And yeah, basically they all escort the Misfits out. Rio is... No, 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 no. before that, before that. So yeah, they, they have like a bunch of back and forth, the uh, the Misfits being bitches. But before they get <laughs> escorted out, Pizzazz straight up slaps Lindsay Pierce on the way out. And Lindsay like takes it like, like a shamed little bitch. And it's like, whoa, like that was <laughs> not necessary. Right, but also like Lindsay, like do something about it. Right, exactly. Like, don't look like you'd be like you're a dog who's just been like told that they're bad or whatever. Like, this bitch broke into busting into your studio, slaps you upside the head. Like, you know, don't look all sullen and stuff. They have a backbone, lady. Yeah, slap her back. Right, right. But um, I feel like this is the second time Pizzazz has just straight up slapped someone. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or we got a we had a slap in another episode. Was that Eric slapping someone? I forget. I honestly don't remember. It might have been Eric, but it could have been any of them. Anyways, uh, either, well, I mean, Eric or, or Pizzazz. Those are pretty, pretty much the only two characters I would uh, imagine would slap someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they get kicked out of the studio. But not before Kim, uh, Pizzazz, <laughs> like, busts out of Rio's arms, pushes him, which then creates a chain reaction yeah. where, like, a studio light falls something else falls, and then everything fucking starts exploding. <laughs> like, utter chaos ensues right. from something completely innocuous. Like, how does Pizzazz, like, elbow him, and he goes flying into something that then catches on fire that sets off, like, another thing that falls? And, like, of course, it's Jem who's, like, standing in the middle of all of this, about to get hit 
Right, or like incinerated. Um, right, but it cuts to the end of the episode. Right, end of the ep. Um, Bernie questions, why is everything in this show so prone to explosions? Or like, <laughs> right. I don't know, made of cardboard. <laughs> right. And also, my question is, how is Jem or Jerrica compromised yet again when, like, the whole reason for her existing is to be, like, a modern, independent, 80s woman, but she's always a damsel in distress? True, but that's, like, where I think the, like, divergence between the, like, toy line, what the toy was supposed to be, and, like, the show kind of happens. Because every time she's saved by Rio. Exactly, exactly. And it, it under it and it does undermine the entire idea of her having any sort of autonomy and uh like personhood kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like she is like the least autonomous character in the entire show. Maybe except for Pizzazz, but like not only did she inherit the orphanage and the band and her music company, but she is also like only able to become a rock star because of synergy. She doesn't write any of her songs. Like, she has no independence. I agree, I agree. She's beholden to what has been given to her, oftentimes by men. Yeah, pretty much. So I feel like the idea of her as, like, an independent, like, female hero or whatever, feminist icon, is just, like, not accurate. I don't think anyone's calling Jerrica Benton a feminist icon, all right? I bet you people have. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's like probably some gemophiles in the mix. <laughs> like, maybe a whole two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, they're out there, I guess. Um, but yeah, when we go to the GemCon, Gem and the Holograms convention. GemCon 2020. In, yeah, this year in Minneapolis. Maybe we can interview some people and ask, is Jerrica slash Gem a feminist icon? That's actually a pretty good question. I'd be interested to hear what people say. I think I'd, <laughs> you're going to get skewed results at GemCon, uh, <laughs> but also probably the only time you would actually be able to ask someone <laughs> and they know exactly what you're talking about. So I feel like we would get the only results at GemCon. <laughs> <laughs> pretty true. Pretty true. Um, so, but before we close out this episode, um, baddest bitch? It's really hard to say. Yeah, no one really had any defining uh, badass moments, really. No, I mean maybe Kimber. Yeah, I, I'll give it to Kimber up. for like, exactly for like finally voicing some of her frustrations um, and yes. trying to like get hers. Yeah, and like calling out Jerrica slash Gem for the first time in the show. Yeah, ex exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, I think that is commendable. And, uh, okay, so Kimber Benton, you earned the title of Baddest Bitch of Episode 3, Kimber's Rebellion, which, like, if it didn't go to you, who was it going to go to? The whole right. title's... it was, yeah, but it was a mild rebellion. Right, right, right. It was only, it was in the last third of the episode. You could have done a little bit more, but we'll give it to you. Yeah, it's very, it's a very reluctant, uh, title that we're giving you right now. At least from me. Right, I, I, uh... I'm not going to say reluctant, but I'm going to say it's not without some reservations on my end. I feel like okay. you could have been a better bitch. Work on yeah, that for you, next time. Yeah, you really could have. Uh, um, and the biggest bitch of the episode, though. Uh, I mean, I still want to give it to Ashley. See, that's the thing. I, my heart always goes to Ashley. Like, anytime she <laughs> appears in an episode, I'm like, oh. But I feel like in the spirit of fairness, we should try to give it to someone else. Maybe Pizzazz this time. Maybe no, Eric. Uh, I I think I'm going to give it to Jerrica. Because I feel like Jerrica okay, yes. is like kind of awful in this episode. She's like, just like, she's... I, I, I really feel like she had no redeeming actions or any qualities were expressed in this episode where I'm like, maybe you are a decent person. Yeah, I feel like this episode really truly revealed all of her weaknesses. Which are and many. How, yeah, and how poorly she's handling this new life. Agreed. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, so definitely biggest bitch of the episode is Jericho. What you're doing to Rio is wrong. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should never wear that white outfit again. Never again. That or that hat. headscarf. No no headscarfs oh, anymore God, either. God, that was awful. You know, it's not 40 days in the desert, lady. Like, you uh, <laughs> take off take off the headgear. 
No, it was awful. She wasn't even driving in a convertible. Right, so why true. Did she need With giant sunglasses. Yeah, why did she need that convertible outfit when she was driving in a van? I agree. Um, these are the questions that need to be asked, Jocelyn. This is hard-hitting stuff. <laughs> As always, we only hit hard <laughs> That's so true. at Gem Girls Podcast. That's so true. Okay, and also we do have to lament the lack of any Misfits song in this episode, uh, which yes. is a dis- truly a disservice, I think, to the fans, to us, to the world. I totally agree. I think that was a complete and utter mistake. I do not ever need three Gem in the Holograms, excuse me, holograms. I don't, sometimes I don't even need two. I usually don't even need one. I don't even, yeah, I could do a zero, to be honest. Anyway, I think, um... That is it for episode three um, of Gem and the Holograms. And we still have two more parts of this five-parter to get through. So, yeah. So what will happen with the competition? What will happen with whatever happened in this episode? I have already forgotten. Gem is about to be incinerated. Will she be saved by Rio? Almost definitely. <laughs> Okay, that about wraps it up in this episode of Gem Girls. Uh, Until next time, stay outrageous. Stay outrageous. Thanks for listening.